0: Hello everybody, this episode of the Boys Podcast is brought to you by VapePanda.com. Yes sir. Yes sir. (laughs) Uh, VapePanda.com, they have uh, a couple different e-juices for your your e-vaping needs. Um, I've only got to try one of them, the Lotus Petal, which is a pretty damn good flavor. Very fruity, very islandy. And uh, it's it's quite pleasant. Um, they also have hats, shirts, all kinds of different things. They're just a small business out of California that that's uh, trying to carve out their own little market. And they decided to, to throw me some shit, be a little sponsorship. That's what I like, baby. Send me some shit. I'll talk about you. So yeah, vapepanda.com. Go check them out. You can enter the code POBOY five zero one to get fifteen percent off. 15% off, sorry, of uh, your purchase. So yeah, go check them out, that helps them, which helps me, you're helping everybody do the right thing. It's Christmas time, you fucker. Go spend a little money. And now, the podcast.
1: They call me doctor John, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of greedies in my hand. Then we tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best, they call me the greedie man. Got many clean. Hello? Hello? Hello,
0: hello, hello, hola, como estan, hey everybody, welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast, I'm your host Jody B, and thank you for listening, thank you for coming back to see what we got going on this week, now, uh, I really enjoyed getting this particular interview set up, it took a little while, and uh, as I'm sure if you listen any time before this, you would have heard me say that I fucked up and uh, messed up a guess. Well, this is the one that I messed up on. So we finally got it handled. Um, I really enjoyed talking to this dude and I, I'm just kind of blown away by the things that he's trying to do. I love it when a person can, can get clarity and realize what it is that they want to do. It, just, it puts a smile on my damn face. Because it's something that not a lot of people get to do, you know? A lot of people just kind of mope through life and fucking do this and whatever, pay the bills, and then you die an uh, untimely death. Or you live to be 100 and you're all decrepit and sit around just meh. Um, my guest today is Mr. Jack Brickhouse. And you can find him on Twitter at GotMyShades. He's a motivational speaker, life coach, uh, <laughs> producer, director, dude. He does so much shit, and that's what just—that's why it was so hard to set up the the meeting because he's just everywhere. He's everywhere at the same damn time. So I'm glad that he took a few minutes to sit down and talk with me. That's very flattering. And come to find out, he's in a pretty—he's a pretty amazing dude, and I'm just tickled to death that he's in my world and and doing things and making things happen. I want you all to sit back, relax, and let me get all in your ear holes and increase your positivity with Mr. Jack Brickhouse, straight out of Phoenix, Arizona, with the hotness. Coming to you, trying to make your life a little fucking better. I hope you have fun, you bunch of motherfuckers.
1: If you got love troubles, you got a bad woman you can't control, I got just a thing for you. Something called controlling the awesome get together, drops. If you work too hard and you need a little rest, try my easy life rub or put some of my Bones Fix jam in your breakfast. Try a little bit of-
2: Glad we were finally able to connect this fine Sunday. Man, see the thing is,
0: just from, from your resume, which precedes yeah. you, yeah. you're one of these folks that's always got something going on.
2: Always, man. That's what I said. Like When you hit me, you're like, oh, if you don't work on Sunday, it's cool. I'm like, I don't have a choice. I got to work every single day, unfortunately.
0: Well, some people, you know,
2: I guess yeah. you get to a yeah. point in your life where, uh, and I don't know if it's religious, if it's just
0: how you feel, how you were raised, but some people yeah. will take Sunday and make that your your day off if you get it. Absolutely. And, yeah. uh, you know, it it is what it is. This is the day I clean my house. That's yeah. what I was yeah. just
2: doing. I was doing some laundry, yeah, and some dishes, yeah. gotta
0: got to keep the house
2: up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody has different routines. You just have to respect that. There's nothing wrong with it at all. See, that's the thing is, oh, yeah. there he is. You hear the boy? He's like a monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's got to be part of the show also. <laughs> <laughs> he makes an appearance every time, man. That's what's up. Every out. time. No, mm-hmm. it's all good, man. How's your weekend
0: been going? It's been going good, man. I, uh, I did a, a spot yesterday with uh, yeah. this new show I'm working with. and Yeah. I found out I got to get an Ethernet cable because the guy that's doing the show, uh, Mm -hmm. he wanted to do exclusively with YouTube, just, I guess, for cost, cost effective, you know, just for him, he wanted to do it that way. And I said, that's fine. No problem. Right. Problem is my Wi-Fi is not that strong. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So to put me on, on screen, which I guess is kind of the point of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it was choppy and real bad. So uh, I had to go just straight. Straight audio, and I'll have to get a uh, a long Ethernet cable. Yeah, yeah. But I was in a well, panic because I didn't want to mess it up yesterday. So I'm I'm sitting here going, do I need to drill a hole in my fucking wall? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm renting this place. I'll put a hole in this damn wall. <laughs>
2: yeah, say <laughs> so whatever it takes. Right,
0: man. We'll get it handled.
2: Yeah, no mm. doubt, man. Well, how did outside of that? How did it go? How did how did the the rapport? You guys get a good rapport, uh, even though you couldn't be there visually. We'll see me and tony rager that's the the guy that that runs that show yeah uh we've had some conversation
0: we have very similar backgrounds um you know he i believe left home at like 14 i think ran away Uh, right kind of been taking care of himself for a while he's been in the military uh and now he's almost 30 he's got a kid a couple uh maybe an ex-wife or baby mama something so he's just figuring out life and, right, right. You know, I'm I'm 30. I didn't get in the military. Uh, I got shot in the head when I was 16. Oh, man. And that kind of set me back a little. I got arrested when I was 19, and that right. set me back a little. And then eventually I finally said, I'm sick of this shit. I got to get away from some of these people, and yeah. I've tried to make it better.
2: <laughs> yeah, Yes. Yeah. So you got to make those positive changes, man, if you want to change those outcomes. So clearly you did that, because we're sitting here having a conversation, right?
0: <laughs> I kind of figured it out, man. Yeah. After that happened... The accident in particular, because before just the people I was around, my family, it just put me in kind of a funk. Just always yeah. in a shitty mood, right? Really pessimistic. I mean, I got smacked around a lot, <laughs> so yeah. right, right. That'll kind of do that to you, yeah. But then one day, I don't know. After that happened, I kind of realized, like, man, <laughs> you just you got to chill out. Yeah. And I started sending out positive vibes and being cool right. and trying to. You know, now I'm not about bullshit, and you want to yeah. see that other side come out. You come at me with bullshit, and you'll get yeah. that other side. But right. I try to be cool. I try to be nice. You know, I love people. Uh, I've yeah. had jobs that have had me talk to people for years, and it's weird now that I don't get to do that as much because I, I drive a truck. <laughs> so right. it's right. This is the only human interaction I get, other than just seeing people for a minute or two every day
2: yeah oh yeah we'll have to talk about that on the show like i said i used to drive i drove for almost 10 years cross country i did steel hauling i did a little bit of tanker a little bit of box truck a little bit of everything man so we can definitely get into that
0: yeah man well it's yeah if you want music or something to jump off i can do that but i'm just kind of running with it that's i go hot man yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: oh yeah yeah no 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 that's you're,
0: cool yeah. you're on the yeah, show we, but we can go ahead yeah. now let me introduce yeah. i'm i only know your twitter name is it jack yeah. Brickhouse? is that your name
2: yeah, 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 yeah. We'll go. We'll go with that. How about yeah, that's Mister Jack Brickhouse. Mister Jack Brickhouse, absolutely. Yeah, it's
0: it's really cool, man. The, the different kind of people and the different kind of circles that I find myself in on Twitter. Right. And uh, I came across you guys. I guess it was a chain, and you just kind of popped up. And I was fishing. I just said, "Well, let me see if there's any people in here that want to talk." Yeah. And you hit me up, and I, I did yeah. a little background. I, I looked at your your website. I checked out yeah. your podcast. I mean, it's. Yeah man you are a, yeah. a man of many coats
2: <laughs> yeah no no so let's let's go ahead and give the audience the real so i was that that's that's pretty much the the uh the overview of how we met so I, we were in that uh i think it was a dm i don't know if you created that dm and i saw uh, a few other people uh david to produce a few other podcasters that i knew from potter and family right and then and then i saw you pop in and you're and you like Uh, any of you bitches or bastards want to be on my show and then like after that like everybody left the DM so and then I sat back and I was looking I'm like uh, let me see who's staying and again a couple people stayed and then I made a comment I'm like I gotta at least stay in here now and see how this shit ends you know what I mean (laughs) let me see how this goes and then a bunch of more people left and then I hit you up like yo I'll be on your show if this is what you're about this is what we're about let's have some fun I'm like this guy's just having fun let's let me get on here and we'll chop it up and you know you and I what that has been a couple weeks ago now maybe two or three weeks we've been trying to line this up See, but, uh, here I, we are. I fumbled. I fumbled yeah. bad.
0: <laughs> the time zones, man. I've been talking about it for two weeks on the show. It's yeah. just I felt so bad because look, normally what happens is with Skype and doing doing this show, unless you yeah. talk to somebody who's actually doing a show, right? Yeah. Yeah. The schedule is kind of wonky. Like yeah. somebody Absolutely. will be like, "Hit me up at noon," and then you call them at noon, and they're like, yeah. "All right, give me like another ten minutes," and then it's yeah. twelve thirty, and then it's. Yeah. And I was doing some at night, too, so that's the other thing is, you know, I'm on Central, so where it's 12 o'clock here, it's only 10 o'clock in L.A. (laughs) So if I'm talking to somebody across the country, it's like, come on, man,
2: (laughs) shit. Yeah, 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 it's tough, man. Yeah, and you know, again people who under who do shows understand that a little better than uh you know just regular guests that that may not be in, in any type of entertainment but it is it's a bitch man dealing with time zones you know east i deal with some people on the east coast you know i'm i'm in uh arizona so we're you know we're one of those funny places where our time doesn't change but everybody moves around us so what um, yeah, you don't have to so, adjust
0: for daylight savings time
2: yeah no we don't change at all so we're on mountain time now but that's because everybody shifted around us so then when time changes again in the spring, we'll be on LA time. So Get we're kind of on like mountain fuck time. Fuck
0: out of here. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> yes, if if you check like some systems, you know how you, when you go to set your date and time preferences, it'll have Arizona mountain time or Arizona time or whatever on there specifically just by itself because we don't move.
0: That's so crazy. No, yeah. I had no idea. And they that's what happened is, dude, I've had yeah. pr- I'm I've had a lot of repeat guests cuz I've got people yeah. I just like to talk to. Yeah, so absolutely. I've had probably fifteen different people on here and right. I haven't missed anybody that bad and when I realized mm-hmm. oh shit <laughs> what yeah. time it was I hit you up and like I said yeah. you had already you got up meetings and shit. You're you're yeah. moving, shaking.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I got told you, man. It's no word. So no hard feelings. Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: You're the first person yeah. I actually uh, kind of beefed on. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool, bro. That's what I told you, man. I I know how it is. Uh, you know, when you have a a, a lot of different shit going on. I, I know at that same time, I think uh, your son was having his birthday.
1: Yeah, and it was uh, a rough yeah, weekend, so we we're just
2: man. trying to trying to figure it out. But it's cool. We're here now. You know, that's all that matters. We got it together.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's man. Cool. Um, you know, I since you you do a podcast, I would like yeah. to kind of get into that yeah um so it's it's uh, c- cigarettes and bad decisions
2: is that it yeah yeah cigarettes and bad decisions so uh this going into 18 it'll be three years of us podcasting it's myself uh my buddy uh coffee black is the host uh he's a comedian uh and hollow tip which is my wife uh all three of us got together we also um uh wrote a book and we'll get to that later on but we started the, the original podcast was uh the truth about lies that's how we started in 2015 um My buddy was here, like I've been for 10 years, I've been telling him, yo, you need to do this comedy thing. Seriously, you need to do this comedy thing. Seriously. So I took him to a couple open mics over the past 10 years. And, you know, he kind of fumbled around with it. And then I was like, you know, I I got wind of podcasting like maybe four or five years ago and three years ago. He was here. He was he was coming here in the spring for his birthday. And I'm like, dude, I got the perfect platform for you. I know how to, I know how to get you going. I'm like, we're gonna start this podcast. So he's like, he, you know, even still to this day, like people know what a podcast is, but they don't really know, No, Like, you, you know, they, like I think you, you and uh, S. Anthony were talking about that. It's either people rock with you or they don't. Yeah, rock with you at all on it. So I'm like, yo, it's cool. You can come out here. You can fumble. Let's try this out. So we started Truth About Lies. Uh, I think it was April 2015. Uh, we went through a few shows. We recorded the first few shows here. Uh, in Arizona while he was here. And so he's like, man, how is this going to work out when, when I go back to Chicago? He's still based out of Chicago. I'm like, don't worry about it. I got you. Let's just knock this shit out and get this out. So we started rolling with that. Truth About Lies, I think we got about 25 episodes out of that. Um, and then uh, the book came along and I'm like, yo, we need to rebrand the, the since we're, the, the book is Cigarettes and Bad Decisions, let's rebrand the podcast. So then that's how the Cigarettes and Bad Decisions came along. Uh, I think that was last last year. So it's about a year of cigarettes and bad decisions but i think our last show was like september because he's been out doing a lot of touring uh on the comedy circuit he's really really plugged in in the, in the scene oh, now wow so. that's quick so you got him you yeah. literally shoved his ass in there huh yeah yeah i like you he gotta couldn't, do it bro so you get addicted yeah. to it and i guess you just kind of jump <laughs> on it that's he amazing dead. so it's
0: two years and just yeah. that fast he's already out there grinding
2: he's out there grinding and you know it got to the point I'm like you, you got to do a lot of these paid show I mean a lot of these free shows you know you got to do open mic and they will start paying you but that's what that's what anything you do no matter what industry you're in like when I first got into this uh, uh making the move from uh transportation industry to this uh I went back to school I got uh my associates in engineering uh audio engineering yeah and the first thing I did I was doing uh some free production work I was a producer on this uh um a talk radio show OK. Oddly enough, it was a conservative talk radio show. And, the you know, it was uh, one guy and he taught me about how to use a clock and how to how to how to map out a show. And I right. took that and brought it to the to the uh, podcasting world. And that's how our truth about lies got started again. That was August 20, August 25th. I mean, I'm sorry, April 2015.
0: See, I can appreciate that because, like now, I'm self-taught. Um, I've watched a couple demos. I don't really put a lot of production into my shows. You know, I yeah. do a bumper here, a bumper there, uh, yeah. intro, outro, music. That's it. Right. You know,
1: right.
0: and I can appreciate there. Are, there are a few other shows. Like one I listen to in particular, it's a wheelbarrow full of dicks. It's okay. it's a funny name, but the the yeah. guy that runs that show, he's really good. Like he makes commercials, he makes all yeah. kinds of shit, and I'm just it blows me away when you hear things like with SoundCloud now, anybody right. can be a producer if you sit down and just fiddle with it long enough. And uh, there's some good shit, man. It's it's amazing to me now how easy it is to get your feet into this and just to start fiddling, and that's what I'm doing. I'm fiddling, and eventually it's going to turn into something.
2: Yeah, I no, put a little, little more every man. time.
0: I put a little more into
2: it and I think it builds well. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's all about what you you pick
0: up along the way.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. Uh, and that the previous episode, when I was listening, you were talking about uh, I can't remember if it was you or S. Anthony were talking about the quality. You know how uh, one of you guys were saying they were listening to a big podcasts and they would say, oh, I'm recording on the road or I'm recording on the phone. Yeah. And as as long as you have quality content, people will listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like I know you reference you. Like, oh, I got my son crying like it's cool. Like, you, you know, people know that now If they've listened to several of your shows, they'll know that's part of it and it's cool because the content is great so they're gonna listen in you know what i mean i had no problem with it i'm like yo this, these guys are talking some great shit so this, this is cool like, i don't care what's going on in the background you know what i mean as long as it's not a bunch of rumbling and shit like it's cool hey it's the way i, I put yeah. it on is this is real life that's why it's yeah, raw that's why i start recording when you pick up the phone
0: because yes yeah. Yeah. i don't really edit a lot i might yeah. cu- i cut out pauses because unfortunately the way i speak I do I promote pausing (laughs) and I don't know if it's for dramatic effect I don't know if it's a nervous tick but I have this happen now I also breathe through my mouth and that's probably another part of it that's the most annoying thing about this show so far that I've noticed because I'll do quality control and I'll listen every once in a while and I just go oh (laughs) goddamn!" I could hear I sound like a big
2: fat dude just sitting here <laughs>
0: my nose is messed up man I've been hitting the nose yeah. a bunch
2: <laughs> yeah. it don't work yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work correctly man again the content is great so you know those those are the least of your problems I just continue to focus on the things that you're focusing on because the show is I, I love the show like again I, you know hour and a half is fine two hours when the content is great you, you know you'll find yourself like you can sit down to, on a podcast and be like oh I may try to listen for 20 or 30 minutes and then you'll wind up listening to the whole show if the content's there
0: yeah Well, that's what happened with S. Anthony, man. That hour and a half went quick. We just were bouncing around and stuff, and it was cool. I love it when those happen. Yeah. Every once in a while you'll get one, you fumble a little bit, but even that's fine because you can cut it out you know if yeah. you sit there for 10 that minutes book. and you have to look at your phone and go oh hey did you see this shit uh, i had one earlier that have you seen the news lately today anything important across
2: uh not too much i usually uh you know in the morning i wake up watch a little fox a little cnn and get both perspectives and um and see what's going on uh this morning though i had a couple things going on so what happened what's what's new for today on the circuit we'll see now i don't watch cnn i just flip yeah. through twitter yeah. and see what happened
0: hannibal burris got arrested last night <laughs>
2: he did he did what did he get
0: arrested for uh it looked like drunken disorderly conduct public intox maybe
2: yeah
0: but uh it's a video on twitter right now where he's standing there and i could i guess i could play it if you wanted to hear it's nothing really he's just standing in you know there's two police officers the the rear door is open he's standing there and he's not like jawing at him but he's definitely talking to him right he's like what am i under arrest for right (laughs) just hollering and shit and yeah then a mugshot so there's the memes have started flowing there's one. Oh, yeah. this bill cosby be like and he's making the pudding
2: yeah. face because <laughs> <Yo. laughs> hannibal burris got his mugshot on the internet yeah yeah no that's wild man this, this whole culture this whole social culture like the only uh only social media i do is twitter as you see um yeah, you know too. for the, the few weeks like i'm i'm i promote you know i'll say a couple things and i'm out like i don't have time to follow like on the facebook thing follow everybody's lives you know even even my closest friends like it's nice because when I, when I get to go back home to Chicago, like we really get to catch up because I haven't seen everything that they've been doing, you know what I mean? Every positive thing and every misstep. So we get back, when we go back, we really get to have a, a, a great reunion and really catch up with each other because I'm oblivious to what's going on with everybody else. I'm so busy. And, you know, I, I mean, I like it that way. It's like I like to pick up the phone and have a conversation and say, hey, what's going on, instead of having to see every increment in your life every second. Like, that's just not how I operate. I haven't got into
0: Facebook, man. It's I do Twitter because it used to be like two sentences. I like yeah. it short and sweet, baby. Get to the point. Yeah, what's absolutely. Up? You know, you want to crack a joke, absolutely. make a joke, make it
2: fit. Absolutely, right. Make it fit.
0: Absolutely. I found absolutely. Uh, everybody got the 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 big format now and uh, the two eighty, and I find myself still just using really small increments and fiddling around. Yeah. You know, well, I'm I'm not big into social media, but it is kind of yeah. how I stay attached to what's yeah. what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, I watch mean, it, the news, man. It's too depressing, you know? It so is. in Twitter, if I see, oh, bomb went off in Libya, I can I can see it, but I flip yeah. past it and I just go, "All right, that sucks. That sucks." Yeah. But on the news, they got to put it for 10 minutes in your face. You know, this yeah. is, shit is crazy. These people are yeah. acting suits. You know, somebody else ran over a bunch of people in a
2: truck. Like it's right.
0: That shit yeah. is wild, man. It's been happening it a lot
2: lately. <laughs> it is. It's a lot of wild shit going on out here, man. It's it's just super crazy. And um, you know, the the when, when you get caught up in the news cycle like you were just saying, you know, they try to persuade you to feel whatever whatever their agenda is. You know, you, you again, like you said with Twitter, you can you can see whatever the incident was, you feel how you want to feel about it and, you know, some people you may check a couple comments on it and then you move forward you know because again it's all this it's all negative shit and, and if you continue continuously allow all those negative vibes and like it's it's going to affect your day at some point in time so i'm with you i'm like yo i want to know what's going on i need to know if i need to make a move or do something <laughs> real quick but outside of that like that's all i really need to know and you know so I, again like we had this conversation you're like oh hannibal got arrested that's a talking point you know what i mean so it's it's nice to be on stuff be up on stuff like that but you know all the down all the shootings and this happened and like you say bombs and all this shit like it's cool but it's 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 not something that i want to overtake my day because it's easy to get caught up in that shit
0: it's intense man and right now i feel like they're purposefully purposefully they're on purpose for yeah (laughs) the whatever their reasoning i think that they're making it a little in your face just to be like look at all this crazy shit and it's yeah Man, it winds some people up and then you end up with yeah. that Twitter shit, you know. It's yeah. uh people get nasty on there. I, I don't they like do. it. I like to be positive. I like to be witty. Yeah. I crack a yeah. joke, you know, I tell somebody, All right man, keep on trying you know, yeah. some crazy yeah. shit
2: yeah i don't i don't get involved in that um you know the whole you, you have all these social media gangsters all these people yell all these things from a keyboard so you know the way i always take it is if i can't see you if there's not a chance for us to get face to face so we can really see <laughs> how the dialogue would go like i don't even why well, even try to go back and forth with someone you'll never meet so i you know i just keep it moving i don't even pay attention to it it's like yo anybody can sit back here and shoot something from the phone to shoot something from a keyboard but what if i come and i was able to come to your house would you say the same thing yeah. And more than likely it wouldn't happen. So, again, that's how I look at the situation. So, I, I again, I just keep it moving, and It's not even worth oh, doing man. the exchange. Did you see that fucking that music video, the I'm not racist video? Uh-uh. I don't know what
0: happened with that. Do you even do
2: you even know what I'm talking about? No, I haven't heard anything about it.
0: Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's this uh this cat, I think he's out of New York maybe. Huh? Um his name is Joiner Lucas. You familiar uh-huh. with Joiner Lucas? I have no... Uh-uh. What does he do? Oh, man. Well, he's a rapper. Okay. Um, I don't know a lot of it. I just know what I've read because I'm very... Okay. This just happened for me yeah. this week. Um, yeah. Okay. So, there's this video <laughs> and people are making reaction videos of like how people are feeling about it and stuff. Right. right. And uh, basically, he does this rap video and it's from the perspective of a, a white... Like, Trump supporter in a, okay. in a like, beard, beard okay. gut, blue jeans, sitting at a table, okay. and he goes hard. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he goes, he goes real fucking hard okay. at this, at this cat. That I, right. I feel bad, because it kind of looks like Little Yachty, or one of those, right. you know, it's it's a brother, probably yeah. in his mid-twenties. He's got, right. like, kind of the dookie braids going on, right. and he's right. sitting there, right. and I think he's in a Raiders jersey or something like that. It's... Right. It's a powerful video, and it's crazy because like it's raised a lot of controversy right now. But uh-huh. people are having a conversation, and I think that's the point. Okay. okay. So the white dude goes hard, hard, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> dropping N bombs, fucking, just saying all Doing this crazy all. shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sits down, and then the black dude goes hard. <laughs> Back into oh, and him. the end of response. Everything, it exactly what he said back to. I can play the video. You know what I'm saying? I'm not on YouTube yeah. or something. If you'd like to listen to it, it's about five minutes long, and it's yeah. No, it's,
2: I'll, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up uh, afterwards and check it out.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's crazy, man, because it's intense, and you sit there, you watch it. And at the end, they sit down, they fucking they hug it out. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. like man. It sucks because the conversation needs to be had. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't yeah, yeah, be talk. Yeah. We shouldn't have to talk about this shit. It shouldn't yeah. be happening. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you put a mirror on that, and people get yeah. real fit. They get. They don't like
2: it. <laughs> so yeah, they don't. They don't. I mean, you know, the way I look at it is there is, as everyone can see now, with all these different allegations with all these political figures, there's there's rules for the political figures, and then there's rules for everybody else. You know, if you, if you're not mm-hmm. in the either the money club or the political club you're all in the same group, you know, no matter what race you are. Like, they don't, the cor- corporations run this shit. Like, people don't understand that. That's why, the, the, the you know, they use money as another form of slavery, not just for black people or Mexicans or, you know, it's for all, all minorities, including the white people who are not in that circle. Yeah, you know, we're all playing, in this together. we are not but playing the same game. <laughs> we're not playing the same game. So, the, you know, we can, all this shit, like you said, they, they, they continue to show to divide us. Like, if we would all get together, all the, you know, people when you're, no matter if you're lower middle class middle class or upper middle class we're all in the same boat is the ri- all think about this all the rich people stick together regardless whatever all those guys stick together it's the it's the middle class and the lower middle class and in the, and the poverty the people in poverty who can't stick together yeah. they're saying oh I'm democrat I'm republican I'm this I'm this and you think with most poor people most poor people would, <laughs> that's what you Yeah, are. They, <laughs> you yeah and, they, and and you spend your time trying to prove how rich you are to other poor people You know, what I mean, as opposed to all these rich people on the same agenda, regardless if they like each other or not, they're trying to push the agenda. How can we get more money? Let's cut more jobs. Let's continue. Even though we made 20 million dollars or 100 million dollars last year, we need to cut 12000 jobs so we can make 120 million dollars the next year. Like it's all bullshit. Productivity. Make that productivity. It's the machine. Feed me feed me Good evening, man and, and so you look at like i do a, a for engineering i have i do a lot of uh corporate shows where they do these corporate awards or they'll have these big you know corporate meetings for the their, their big sales or their big end of the year meetings you know yeah. with me being in arizona and i travel a little bit but you know these companies these are the same companies who'll come and tell their workers you know i only can give you a 25 cent raise yeah they'll come out here and on this event spend a million dollars yeah. without thinking about it you know what i mean they have, they have all these executives out they're giving out these gift bags with champagne and all this shit in there and then they tell the worker who's in the operation side oh we only can afford to give you 25 cent or we're cutting your job right before the holiday Man. It's all bullshit, man.
0: Hey, I just was a victim of it in the last couple of years, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. The industry I'm in, I deliver tires. I drive a, like a box truck. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. worked for two very big companies now.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: mm-hmm. to see the differences between the two, it's yeah. it's impressive to just yeah. sit back and go, wow, you guys are both on, way on different wavelengths. <laughs>
2: right, right, right. And that happens, man.
0: The one I originally worked for yeah. is the Billion Dollar Corporation... Right. That bought the tire company, okay. right? So okay. that this is that schematic was, let's make money. So right. they hired me at like ten dollars an hour, eleven dollars yeah. an hour, yeah, to work a warehouse job, right? Show up at four thirty in the morning, work till oh, two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then shit, wife come home, sleep. It's that was that was rough. <laughs> I didn't like that <laughs> shit at all, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. was sweating like August to October, like sweating and freezing
2: <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely man and they don't uh, care about that
0: i think i dropped 15 pounds man it was crazy and i said i gotta get the fuck up out of here yeah <laughs> so my buddy that got me the job was driving and that was a little bit you know a little bump and yeah. uh, a little more responsibility now is driving the 53 foot box truck yeah. which is yeah. bigger than anything i'd ever driven and i was right. like i could figure it out shit yeah
2: yeah
0: I'm working these fucking these forklifts and shit right now. It's okay, but I'd rather get something that gets me out of here because it's hot right. in here. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So I get in there. I get a bump. And, uh, man, it took six months for me to finally get the race. They, they said I was going to get. Mm-hmm. Had to show my ass one day. Yeah. I had already went and put my knuckles on the desk to the mm-hmm. GM. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, listen, man, you motherfuckers told me this was going to happen. And you know, I tell him, and then he says, "Like he's gonna tell you." And then I fucking wait a week or two, and go, "Hey man, did you say shit?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, I mentioned it." And then I ask you, and you say you don't remember anything about it. Like, come on man, what the fuck yeah. is going on? Give me my Playing money. Playing that game, right? And so they, <laughs> oh, we're gonna get it. And then what happened is allegedly uh, HR fumbled, accounting fumbled. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it didn't give me that shit when they said they were going to, and I had to walk right. outside and blow off some steam. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Real, I was fucking, I was damn near swinging at the air, shadow, fuck you, I don't, yeah, I don't fight, <laughs> but I was in the mood. I was just like, I swear to fucking yeah. God, you motherfuckers yeah. think I'm crazy. Yeah, <laughs> And uh the next paycheck, they got it. And it was cool. I was just like, okay. But my wife was like, dude, they're still fucking you. They're paying yeah. you $12 an hour. This is... Yeah. You know, you don't have a CDL, obviously. Yeah. You know that's a thing, yeah. but yeah. you need to to try to get more money.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Ask them, be right. on them
0: about it, because they're not just going to let it go. You got to be in their ass about it.
2: Yeah, you do, absolutely.
0: So I work like f- and crazy hours, almost sixty mm-hmm. a week driving, which is mm-hmm. the max. And I did that for a while, about a year and a half. And I just got tired of it. The the inside yeah. operations were shitty and yeah. I said, No, this is getting tough and I yeah. had an opportunity where I was about to just quit. You know, I'd had enough. We had this right. meeting where like exactly what you said. They sent somebody in for like a end of the year meeting, like this is how we're yeah. doing and yeah. this motherfucker was on T V. Yeah. talking about how we've managed to take this corporation from a 1.5 billion dollar company to a 5.8 billion dollar co- yeah. you know yeah absolutely so did it and this that and the other and then like you said turn around and offer me 35 cents yeah what the yeah. fuck are you serious right now yeah i told that lady because like i said i was at the jumping off point i was done I, I, we got done, and my, my boss was just had this smug fucking look on his face, and I'm sitting there in my chair with my arms crossed, and I handed Jesus, man, this shit happened. I was sitting there, and I just looking at the table, and he said, you got something to say? You got that, that shit-eating grin on your face? And I said, yeah. that's not a grin. <laughs> I said, and I do have something to say, and I, I told yeah. him, I said, this is bullshit. Yeah. I said, you show me a video that says we are the heart of this fucking company. And I said, you know what happens when you treat your heart like shit? <laughs> do do right. we need a pop quiz here? You can't work without <laughs> right. your heart, right? So maybe you ought to take care of it. I said, motherfucker, we are the only people that we, I put my life on the line. I said, you understand? I could have a perfect day. I could. I could make all the right choices. I could stop at all the right red lights. And some dipshit could be on his phone. And run me off a fucking cliff and I could die. <laughs> like Easily. and you want to hand me twelve dollars an hour like it's nothing when you tell me you're making five hundred percent profit for the close of the business year. Kiss my ass. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And more people more people need to do that. You and I decided I, mean?
0: I was gonna quit. You know, she pulled me aside after she goes, Listen, I know you're really frustrated. I said, I'm fucking furious. I said, but the thing is, I'm gone. I'm tired of it. I'm done. This is for all the other motherfuckers that are going to come later, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, a competing company had an opening because I knew that driver. He had a heart attack or something, and they were just like, hey, do you want to come work for us? And I said, listen, (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing this for years. I show up every – you know, I gave them that whole spiel. I said, I need – Sixteen dollars an hour. That's what it's going to cost. I said, but check this out. I can quit on Friday and start on Monday, right? Because I know the route. I'm literally changing uniforms. (laughs) And they were like, "Okay." I said, "Are you you serious?" (laughs) And they were like, "Yep." Yeah,
2: just like that. I said, "Motherfucker." Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: You know. And so now it's it's cool, man, because I get to do the same thing I was doing. It's a lot less stress. It's well managed we all cut up it's a good work environment man and it's just it came out of nowhere now i understand yeah. that there may be new opportunities presenting themselves in the future and that's what i'm looking for so i think i'm falling into a rut right now where i'm just kind of right. okay with this and i need to yeah. figure something out that's where i'm at with it
2: <laughs> yeah yeah and, and that's important man you have to you have to make progress when i uh before i got into all this shit i'm in now like uh when i graduated i originally i was going to school to to get into the business but uh, I wound up having kids early. I was when I had my son, I was seventeen. You know what I mean? And then I had my daughter oh, at twenty. Man. So I've I've been on the grown man for a while. Oh, you know what I mean? That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. So so that's that's uh that's part of, you know, the when we went into the book, Cigarettes and Bad Decisions, we all reflected on the different things that we went through in our life to tell people like our our main goal with that is to, you know, when you you, you graduate high school, everybody's like or GED, whatever anybody you know, whatever route the person has to take, you get out. You're like, okay, I'm gonna do this, this, and this, and then you get smacked in the face with life.
0: Yeah. And
2: once you get smacked in the face with life, most people never recover from yeah. that initial jump over. You know, whether you go into the workforce or you're one of the, the people who go through and uh, you know get your bachelor's or your master's degree. After that, people still don't know what the fuck to do once they get out there. You know, they think they're just gonna hold up this piece of paper and be like, oh, I got this job making 100k a year. And it doesn't work like that. Think about how many people you know or you've worked with who may have a bachelor's or a master's degree and they're working at the same place people who don't have those same degrees work at. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I went to school for this. (laughs) or I went to school for that. It's like, well, what the fuck are you hitting?
0: It's kind of weird, right? Is that just me? Like, I had a a rapper dude named Anomaly from Louisville and he grew up rough as fuck. And we were talking about his cousin who had got a degree.
2: Yeah.
0: And... He's like, it's a good plan if you can get it. He said, but what's fucked up is people lose their motivation and then they just, you know, fuck off. My wife's sister's dealing with it right now. She's got, she's got a two. She's got a bachelor's and a master's degree in teaching, and this bitch is driving an Uber car. Yeah, Yeah. we're like, and that's that's tough. Now she is working a side job at like a pharmacy thing, and she's going to school for that. But it's really weird because it's like you already have a degree already why not just teach we need teachers yeah. you, you oh, should yeah. do that you know yeah. but instead of doing that she'd rather do this other thing because she's kind of in her own world now and fuck off you
2: know yeah it's tough man that's that's, that's life is hard I, bro life is super hard <laughs> that's where my life coaching comes in like that's that's why I went into that I I'm
0: wanted like, to talk about it. yeah that's an yeah. interesting thing like I've heard the term before and it's funny because yeah.
2: the last couple of weeks we've been trying to
0: hook it up and I tell my wife about my guests and I was just yeah. like hey I got this fucking guy yeah. <laughs> He's a life coach. And she goes, what's that? And I go, good. I don't know, but it sounds good as shit. I said, yeah. I've heard it before. I yeah. said, so it's, I'm curious. What is that about? Like, tell me more. I like yeah, the so, idea of positivity. And so anything like that, you let it fly.
2: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, so basically, uh, it's, it's similar to going to a psychiatrist, except, you know, you don't. We're not offering you any medication. So let's say let's say Jody B comes to me. In the scenario, you just said, all right. Um, exactly where you're at uh, when you said I need to figure out something now. So you get with me, you and I sit down and we would have this kind of the same conversation we just had, you know, you would tell me what's going on in your life. And from there we would progress and I would ask you, well, you know, what is it that you want to do or what, what first we want to find out what's holding you back from doing what you want to do. And you would say, well, I got into this and this happened and this happened, or I got married, I got a divorce, whatever the person's problem may be. And then from there, I would sit down with you and and create what I like to do first is create a accountability plan to help you get to your next step. So right now you say, well, I know I need to figure something else out because I'm comfortable now. So my favorite phrase to tell people is get comfortable being uncomfortable. You know what I mean? You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And when you do that, you're gonna, life is always changing and always progressing. So if you're, un, if, if you're comfortable constantly changing, you're never really uncomfortable, if that makes sense. So that's the first thing you want to get people out of their comfort zone because it's easy to get stuck. Like you said, the uh, the young lady you just spoke of, she has the teaching degree or whatever it may be. But it's like, well, fuck it, I'm doing Uber and this is comfortable and I'm able to make a living and I'm doing this little side hustle. Yeah, fuck it, I'll just stay here instead of really putting the energy forward to to get you know get into teaching or whatever it is she may do may want to do. So you start off with an accountability plan and then from that point on, we we just kind of have maintenance uh, conversations after that. So. You know, it can be in person. It can be over Skype. I'm following up with you to make sure that you get your goal, because right now we can sit down and you'll say, all right, this sounds great. I'm glad you got me motivated, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do this. And then, you know, two weeks go by, you'll shoot some shows, you'll get in a rut. You know, the the, the, uh, holidays are coming up. A fucking month has passed and you haven't done anything. Yeah. So it's it's my job to hit you up two weeks in like Jody B. What's up, man? So last time we had that conversation, you said you were going to do this, this and this. And if you haven't gotten there, it's not to say well, you should have did this. You should have did this. Let's figure out what held you back. So moving forward, we that's one thing that we can eliminate from the process of you not being where you want to be. So it's a, it's a series. It, it's, it's motivation. It's guidance. It's uh for me, like I like to add the spirituality uh, portion in there is to make I always I, I look at it like this, like. If you want to do, I use a lot of sports references. If if it's basketball, I'm like a point guard. It's my, I, it's my job every day to distribute energy to other people to make them be the greatest person they can be on that day or to get to the point to be the greatest person they can be. Again, if you want to go football, I'm the quarterback. Let me distribute you the ball. Let me give you that pass so you can score that touchdown and make that big play. You know what I mean? I, I get a lot of my inspiration from reading books. And, and reading other people's life stories or watching documentaries, like, that's why I get my energy and then I take all that energy and I distribute it to the people I come in contact with. Because I like to, I like I, my high is seeing other people succeed. I don't like to hear stories when you say, yeah, I'm, I'm like you just said, I'm, I'm stuck in a rut. I don't know what my next move is. Well, let me help you get that. Again, six years ago, I was in the transportation industry. I was in there for almost like 10 years. And from there, I've been able to create this whole new resume. But to do that, I quit a job where I was making damn good money, I came down here and to, I knew I had to get out of the, get transportation off my resume in order to start making progress somewhere else. I quit my job where I was making damn good money and went and worked at Sonic, <laughs> making like eight bucks an hour to, 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 root, to start a new path. You know what I mean? And you have to make those drastic moves, and a lot of people hold themselves back because, you know, I talk about it like uh, I describe it as, as cliff jumpers. I had a cousin who was trying to make a move from the Midwest to the West coast. And I said, cause you have to jump off that cliff mm-hmm. and not worry about the parachute. just trust that you made the right moves. And that parachute is going to open before you hit the ground. It's going to open right at the right time. But if you're scared to jump off that cliff, then, you know, you get a people who will walk and they'll look like, yeah, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to make this move. I'm ready to make this career move. And they'll get to the cliff and look and say, ah, I don't think I'm ready. And then you're right back where you started. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? No, it's easy, you know, and that's. <laughs> I think I've, I've spoke about this before you know yeah. my my childhood up until I met my wife so from yeah. we'll say from my accident at 16 to 22 yeah. right that was a crazy like spread man like yes yeah. a lot yeah. of things a lot of life happened in that yeah. stretch of time Absolutely. and uh, I don't know I didn't like the person I would become you know I was I was just kind of fucking around and it's when you come out of that situation and I've said, when you're doing good, it's better than bad. Right. So I'd rather do good than bad because I know what bad is like and I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing bad, but you kind of lose that will, you know, to just, it's, it's a strange thing. And I think a lot of people do it. Yeah. I see a lot of people in it, you know, and it's, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain like what happens like we had a kid we had some debt and yeah. we're working on that now we have a, a goal and which is nice you know my wife yeah. is very organized and she actually showed me a piece of paper the other day that just said like look three years <laughs> you know right the path we're on right now now it's like a snowball effect some kind of plan that she found to where you just start paying shit off Oh, yeah. And then you okay. take that money and you move yeah. that to pay this shit off. And then eventually yeah. all that money that you were already putting in place that yeah. you weren't seeing keeps going out to what it needs to go to. And then eventually right. you pay the shit off. And that's what right. we're on. Right. I got a decent paying job. She's got a decent paying job. Uh, right. We got a good insurance. And it's I'm happy. And I, yeah. I'm kind of at that point where I'm going to be ready to jump off. And I, if I feel it. Deep down in my bones, yeah. <laughs> and I talk about yeah. wanting to get out of here, and yeah. I got to get that plan together. And yeah. you know, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm nervous. I'm yeah. excited. I've never lived anywhere but Arkansas. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you know how crazy that is? Like, just yeah. I've never lived anywhere but here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> No, no, we come from uh, thirty come from fucking
0: years, t- man. The same place. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, I come from a small town right outside Chicago, Gary, Indiana. You you may know it from Michael Jackson. Home from of Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, his house. Yeah, yeah, it has a very tiny house there where, where his family came up. But that's the mentality in that town. You know, the majority of the people have been there. There are people who say, "I'll never leave this town," like that's like that's it. Like they don't have, they don't go, they don't travel. Any other than going to Chicago, Chicago's uh, thirty minutes to downtown from Gary. And so, and there are people who don't even go do that. So it's, it's not that far fetched. There's a lot of people who, you know, you grew up in a town, you have your family there, you have your friends there. And that's all, you know. But again, like you said, I'm nervous about making that move now before before we I've been in Arizona now. Uh, December 6th was seven years I've been out here when I came down here, bro. We don't. We didn't have anybody down here. Like I came over here with a suitcase, right? And a, and a couple thousand dollars. Like that's all I had when I got out here. The balls I hadn't on even, this guy. The balls on this guy. This is, Yo, listen. <laughs> I hadn't even. I hadn't even seen the apartment that I was getting.
0: Like, oh gamble.
2: man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what ended up happening? Uh. 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 My wife. We, we were. We had just gotten. In, actually, we got engaged when we came out here. So she had to go to San. She went to San Diego, and I was like, all right. I'm. I'm think I'm gonna go to Phoenix. So we came out here. She was in San Diego already. And uh, we came out here a couple of times to visit because I wanted to look at apartments and kind of get to know the city, you know, before I came here. But I I had before actually before I even got to Phoenix, I took a vacation. Once I knew that I wanted to leave and I went to all these different spots and went to Miami, went to Houston, went to Vegas, some of these places I've been to already. But I just wanted to scout and not go be a tourist, but really go and live the life of they see what it's like, you know, sitting in traffic. Do I want to deal with this? Yeah. And so I went to all those places. I'm like, nah. I don't think this is it I don't want to deal with hurricanes I don't want to deal with earthquakes so this guy (laughs) earthquakes, the job is like oh man (laughs) yeah I'm like I don't want to deal with that so the guy said he's like Phoenix is a great city and then I think I was watching like a the Suns were in the playoffs at that time and when I was looking for somewhere to go I'm like I need to go somewhere where there's palm trees because wherever there's palm trees it's not going to get that cold yeah because palm trees don't come don't grow where it's cold so that's true we can't Came to Phoenix. Uh, we ended up getting engaged. We came back a second time. I still didn't find anywhere that I wanted to stay. So it got to the point. I'm like, all right. I, I told my job like earlier that year. I'm like, I'm leaving in August. I wanted up leaving in November. And the way I, the way I, what I wanted up going with, I looked at the. I went on that uh, apartment finder or apartment guy, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. And I looked at the rating. For what they rated the apartment complex i was staying in already and i'm like all right i like this this is comfortable so if they're rating this it i think it was like 75 percent let me find something in arizona that's rated 75 percent and i'll just gamble that way and so that's what i did i found a spot in the reviews get you know they totaled up to about 75 that's not bad that's not a bad ch- plan as a matter it's of- not a bad I would probably plan. do something yeah, like I, that I, yeah. I took a chance yeah so so i got here i paid the um you know all the deposit i did everything and shit on online and then I remember when I got here, because I, I I left Thanksgiving, I flew to San Diego, uh, hung out with my wife. We were, she was my, still my fiance at that time. And then I left her and came to Arizona by myself, you know, because we had like another eight months before she could come here. So I remember I took the super shuttle. I'm like, all right, well, here we go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's about to happen. I'm like, I'm hoping this apartment shit works the way it needs to, because. If they tell me that you know something happened with the paperwork and I don't have an apartment, like I'm out here, like I don't have any family or anything <laughs> out here, I'm like, so we're gonna hope all this shit works. So I got here, they gave me the key. I went back. I looked at the apartment. The Apartment was super nice. The, all my neighbors, they were super nice. I didn't have a car, so that was the next thing. I'm like, fuck, I need need small things. I need I need some pans to cook with. I need a couple other items. I had to walk two miles every day to go to the fucking nearest Target. Like it was crazy, man. But. Seven years later I'm here and I've completely turned everything around, but it was tough. It was super there was a point we were riding we uh the we I had a car that, that we brought down here. The fucking car went down. So for uh two years we were riding the bus to get everywhere. Like Phoenix is so spread out, it was two and a half hours one way, two and a half hours back every fucking day after doing ten or twelve hours working at a at a fucking job. So it was crazy, man, in the beginning. Super crazy. Hundred and eighteen degrees walking.
0: No. <laughs> No, yeah. that's crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. See, and that's what I was going to say. We get, I say if you, you live in Arkansas, you could live anywhere. And I that, yeah. I truly believe that because yeah. the yeah. gamut of weather that we get is stupid. We go, yeah. we get all the way down into the single digits. We get up into 100 and, 110, I think I've seen it before. But the heat index and humidity, that shit will kill you. Like, Yeah, yeah. It's it's some serious shit over here, and the yeah. thing is, we don't get long periods of it. We get two right. weeks of really really hot weather. We get two weeks of really really cold weather, and then in between right. is anybody's fucking guess from day to day. It could be seventy. Right. It could be twenty three degrees. It's right now. It's probably thirty degrees outside, and on Monday it's supposed to be sixty five. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. yeah. yeah the 30 degree shifts at night so it's yeah. it's stupid I, and a lot of people down here get used to that and i hate it i'm i want not so cold
2: <laughs> yeah 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 I've, I've i've experienced when i was uh uh driving truck driving semi i used to come through there uh texarkana uh, little rock benville a few other little smaller places in there so I've, I've been able to experience a little bit of you of you guys weather out there in arkansas it's kind of like uh denver you know denver's like that like it'll be, be fucking 30 and snowing one day and it'll be like 75 80 the next day it's just crazy
0: that's what i'm saying man you come to arkansas and this is the psa for any of you motherfuckers out there that ever consider coming to arkansas you need to bring shorts <laughs> you need to bring a parka you need to bring a scarf bring yeah.
2: flip-flops you know it's preparation <laughs> yeah that, that's my company that's my uh, production company slogan is uh uh slogan preparation is the separation if you if you're prepared if you're always ready you don't have to get ready and that's what i live by you ever heard of the is it the six Ps or the Seven Ps? The
0: Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's some old shit. I That's like some that grandpa I shit. I like yeah.
2: that Yeah, absolutely, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no so, Go ahead. Oof, I was gonna say. Now, I read somewhere in one of your bios it said education, yeah. charity work. Like what, yeah. what kind of, what are you doing for charity, man? Cause I, I'm always a fan of people yeah. who have figured out a way to be able to give back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't get to do it as much as I'd like to. I'd like to say yeah. I'm, I'm a generous person, but unfortunately life has made me a bit selfish, but I give when yeah. I can, yeah. you know, I, I help my friends out. I get them a little something every year. It's, you know, I, I think it's, it's hard enough just to be a human being in this day yeah. and age. So. And sometimes, when you can offer somebody a meal, you know, a, yeah. a small gift, something, give them yeah. a joint, give them a pack of cigarettes, you know what right. I'm saying? Hey, man, what's up? We'll buy you a burger. Like, it's it's fun. It's yeah. the little bit that I guess I enjoy this
2: time of the year, but right. uh, the rest of it I'm not too big of a fan of. Not
0: too
2: big. <laughs> No, so the uh so the uh, just recently I was in a position where I was able to start a, a 501c non-profit. Uh it's called Brickhouse Cares. Um and so basically the the focus of it is it kind of ties in with the whole cigarettes and bad decisions book that I spoke about before, but uh, while we're developing a program is it's, it's kind of it's two-sided. So, uh the first program we're working on is going to be called uh, I think we're going to name it Life Anonymous. So, most people have heard of Alcoholics Anonymous, yeah. So we want to we want to take that same setup and just apply it to regular life. I'm, I want to create throughout the valley here in Phoenix, and then actually spread spread it, you know, across the country once we figure out and work out all the kinks here. But I want to set up um, an environment where you can come. It'll kind of turn into like a group life coaching session, but again the, again, the same principle of Alcoholics Anonymous, where you come in and it's an anonymous thing. You get to come in and share your story or what's your issues, whether it's marriage, whether it's career whatever you're going through with life that you you know you need help and you need you need some group support you'll be able to come in you know there's no charge for it it's something i would like to do weekly or bi-weekly at different locations throughout throughout the valley here and out, outside of the education thing so we're focusing on um like junior seniors and then individuals who are more than likely going to go to a junior college and we're taking that route because for four-year colleges and universities, you know, there's a lot of resources there for those kids. But when you start getting into the low-income and the junior colleges, there's not as many resources. And then the resources that are there, a lot of the kids don't know how to take advantage of. So uh, we're creating like a a fraternity where we can begin uh, building a relationship with these kids. And the the basis of it is faith, family, and education. So we want to provide resources uh, provide information. I want to have people who are out in the workforce, whether they went to college or just went through the workforce. We want to create a rapport with these people to go through the program, and then as they go out in the program and transition into life, we get those same people to come back and speak to the kids who are who are coming up, you know, after them. And you create this funnel, and all you get this bond just because of the program, where you know you may go out and say you're in transportation. Well, when you come back and you talk to these kids, you can tell them, well, this was my path. This is how the program positively affected me. Or if you go out and you get in a position and you're like, well, I need to hire somebody. You come to the program first and see who's graduating and see who who you may be able to hire and pull from that program to, you know, fill whatever position you need. So that's the first part of it. And the next part of it is we want to do all this stuff with local libraries. Again, we're starting here. But, you know, with everybody going on the Internet now and Googling everything, like libraries are kind of. I've seen the stats, like some libraries wind up closing down. Not a lot of enough. people in libraries, huh? There's, there's not a lot of people there, but there are excellent resources at the library oh. that can help you do so many things. Jack Brickhouse, yes. I just had a revelation. Are you ready? Yeah, give
0: it to me. Give it to me. You should organize a comedy thing through the libraries.
2: Oh, that would be cool. Listen, I never thought
0: about that. because you're not supposed to talk in a library.
2: That would be funny. So call it something <laughs> abstract,
0: like, like yeah. shouting in a library, you know, screaming in the library, no keep it down, something like that, you know, like some kind of thing like that where you do a comedy show in a library. I like that. You got good acoustics. I, people speak in libraries all the fucking time. And if nobody's do. in them anymore, like it's what, what do you want? You want people in this fucking place reading yeah. books, checking books out, or what's the deal? Let's, yeah. let's do a comedy show.
2: I like that. I like because they have a lot of conference conference rooms that are that are not being utilized, and those are the those are the different things that we're trying to bring in. You know, outside of just education, like I never thought about that. Like I'm really we really have to dive into that. Call it yeah, but,
0: like keep it down. That's not bad, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Like keep it yeah. down, stand keep stand down. up, keep it down or
2: something like that. I like. Let me jot that down. <laughs> Jody B. All right, all right, that's what I'm talking about. Let me jot that down. Keep it down. I like that.
0: Because it's um, like with with comedy clubs now people there's not a lot of them in places like there's only one here and a lot of the open mics that are here are organized by local comedians who get into a restaurant or something and say hey you know let's do this
2: so i wonder like that could be something you know that could be and and that's and that's what it's about it's just about building a bond with the community the residents of the community the libraries and then the students to show how many resources like the library that's close to me they have a business resource center that was built Ah, uh, by the university here that is free of use. You can come there. You can hold meetings. They have these conference rooms where they have all these different, uh, all these different resources available to you. And I utilize it like if I'm having a meeting, I'll have my people meet, you know, meet me there at the library if it, if it's feasible for us to do it there. I try to go there as much as possible, and I'll bring them in. I'm like, yo, all these resources are here for you, but this room is bare. <laughs> like every time I come in here, like there's nobody here. Like they have a um, through the Small Business Administration, they have. Uh, this cool program called Score, and they have all these former CEOs and presidents of these companies who are most of them are retired at this point. They'll come through and mentor uh, people who are trying to have a new startup business or whatever. It is, and it's free. Oh, that's you just cool. come through and book it. But again, most people don't even know it's there because they don't come to the library. You know what I mean? So they, they give they have these big conferences where you can come out and you can network and they have job fairs There's all this crazy shit that you can do at the library, but everybody's, oh, I'll just do a Google search for it. So that's why we want to get the students earlier in life to come to the library to utilize these resources, because if you don't utilize them, you know, like I know eventually that's just going to go away. They're just going (laughs) to shut it down and say, we're not making money. And then that's going to be the end of it. And you lose so much information, like connecting with people on the internet is cool, but a lot of kids don't even know how to network in person. Man, you know that's, what I mean?
0: that's a good ass idea because the thing is, is with with libraries, they're already there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I've, there's probably 15 fucking libraries and just a 10 right. mile radius of my house. Right, right. You, know, you got, you could have like con- just a place. I don't want to call it a safe space because I didn't like yeah. the way all that shit sounded. I'm not yeah. saying like just yeah. make it a. But I see what you're saying with like the. Yeah. Hey, my name's Jody. Hi, Jody. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. you what's got me down. <laughs> These yeah. motherfuckers yeah. like. Maybe you couldn't curse. I don't know how they would feel about yeah. that, being that they are, uh, you know, some of them yeah. are feder- federally funded. Right. Absolutely. So I guess that would be kind of an issue, just as far yeah. as you'd have to have some, obviously, ground rules about what you yeah. could and couldn't do. But yeah. that'd be cool as shit. You'd just be like, Thursday yeah. night is comedy night at the library. And you go down yeah. there, and you, you you network. You get to meet people. It'd be like yeah. a communal gathering place. But it's like you said, like an alcoholic anonymous. There's... yeah. 30 people and if you want to come sit down and tell us about how your wife's being an asshole yeah, yeah. you know I'm and how about. your ex-wife is is bugging and telling you that you need to you know pay more attention and, do, and it's just man this shit yeah. sucks <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah absolutely and that's what we want to give an outlet because so many people get caught and they just need a little bit of guidance or someone they can talk to and you don't always want to talk to your friends or your family or they may not even understand so if you can come and get an objective opinion or at least that person will feel as objective because they wouldn't know, you know, the majority of the people who were there. It can really change a person's perspective on something. And you have to change your perspective in order to make progress. Here's you what you what I mean? do:
0: You do it on Thursday night because it's first Friday. That's what me and my wife call it. So you go to bed Thursday. You wake up Friday. You got one more day of work to get through. But it's cool because it's Friday.
2: <laughs> it's Friday. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thursdays are always a good night. <laughs> always a good night. So, I, yeah, that, that's that's the major. I like agenda. your
0: plan, man. Positivity. Get that shit yes. rolling.
2: Start doing some get stuff, it. man. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's what we're, we're working on building, uh, doing some networking. Uh, we've been out promoting just awareness now. I've been doing some speaking engagements. I just spoke with um, I'm part of our alumni association with the, the college I graduated from. So they have a, a prep academy, a college prep academy for uh, high school kids. So they had a career panel. I went and talked with them. I was able to pick up a couple guys who were looking for internships. They hit me up from time to time, asking me about life shit, um, and it's, it's working out pretty good. So uh, we're in the we're in the process now, just kind of laying down the template and getting the foundation. I've been pulling in some people to to join the team with me uh, to help do this because you know to do anything big and great, you can have a great idea, but you also need a great team to help you execute. Like it's you can't do all this shit by yourself. Yeah. So I've I've been blessed. to have from the music to everything I'm doing, everything that I listed for you. I have a great team. Uh, I was just out we were out at a, a recording uh, session in a recording studio yesterday working with about four or five artists that we work with and uh, afterwards, uh, my I manager to, uh, goes, check that out i lo- I love music. I was going to ask you about that specifically like I oh gotta, yeah, I got to look into some stuff now because I was listening to music before we got on the phone <laughs> that's,
0: yeah yeah,
2: that's, yeah yeah music on the on the music side i do uh, I do a little bit of commercial stuff, uh, but I do a lot of uh, film and TV. Uh, like background music so i have a couple catalogs uh with 100 plus songs in there and like in between commercials and on tv shows it's, a lot of my music is being played in a lot of different locations so it's not that's awesome it's, yeah so it's, it's not and, and that's an international thing like i shit all over in europe uh, i work with this company out of out of uh they're based out of london and uh of course i'm with ascap here but yeah it's cool and it's a lot of music. You know, a lot of people don't under- don't even pay attention to the music. You know, it's music in commercials. There's music in every television show you watch. Yeah. Music, music pushes the plot, or music helps to evoke the emotion or whatever they're trying to convey. And there's a. I tell the artist that I'm working with. I'm like, you know, everybody looks at the top one percent of the commercial artists, the Taylor Swifts or the Beyonces or, uh, you know, whoever it may be. And they're like, oh, I don't think I can ever do that. I'm like there's so many different ways to make money doing music outside of that like you can yeah. you can create a, a a theme song for a television show and you know you get money up front you can get they'll pay you $25,000 or $100,000 up front and then you still get the royalties on it on the back every time you know I mean? you, every time it plays yeah every time <laughs> yeah yeah every time and you know then there you can go and do uh, there are people that do these huge weddings you know these people that have these half a million dollar weddings like you can go do a wedding in 4 hours and get paid a couple grand still doing your music you know you may eat and all you have to do is do cover music this is not even a shit that you create so there's a, a lot of different ways to make money so what we're trying to do with our artists like I'm not in the, in the business of trying to sign anybody and do the slave contract I try to take all the artists and help them build their business I teach them how to a uh, mentor them on how to set up a business how to operate a business and how to maintain that business and then from that point when we do a, a if we wind up doing a, a, a deal I do a venture with their company. So there's not that there's, you know, I don't want you to be a slave and say, this is what you have to do. It's like, I want you to we're going to work together. But I also want you to be able to go out and develop your own opportunities, so you can be your own your own person. So and I do that not just with music, but with anybody I deal with. I, I have another guy who's um, a videographer and he's a, a public speaker as well. And I'm helping. I'm like, he's doing a lot of stuff. I'm like, you need to, you need to get your business part together. You get more respect when you have, you have that business in place. So I'm, I'm mentoring him, helping him to get that stuff. So, again, man, I'm all about positive man. shit. Like I want everybody to succeed. As many, if I can touch one person, anything we do, I'll, I'll, I, the way I look at it, I'm like, if we can affect one person positively, we did our job. Like, we, I don't need a million people to come back and say, oh yeah, you really touched me, because I know if I can touch that one person, that one person is now positively impacted to go touch somebody else so now that one person that i touch is now turned into two people which turns into three people and a lot of it will never ever come back to me but again if i know i was able to touch that one person they're definitely going to touch somebody else with it and that's how i look at all the projects that i do
0: you a real ass dude jack brick house yeah no doubt bro i feel like no you doubt. should have a camera on you this should be a show yeah.
2: <laughs> just you know just call it brick house or brick house cares get yes, your ass yes. <laughs> just, go (laughs) (laughs) no you know what we we got we have a lot of there's a new uh a movement i'm a part of panoramic lifestyle um with that the 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 tag slogan on that is a vision moves in all directions so we we just not we're not just working on entertainment but we're working on affecting people positively and throughout their life whether it's in the kitchen whether it's in the gym we want to be everywhere with you so we're creating a lot of new programming Uh, we're going to have a youtube network that we're working on um I just had a magazine that I was kind of beta beta testing this year. So I just closed that out and we're rebranding uh the, to all streamline this shit under the, the panoramic lifestyle. So it's gonna be a lot of good positive stuff uh working towards that. And then I'm working on something for for podcasters because uh I know you and S. Anthony were talking about just the podcast world in general. Like there's a lot of lot of opportunity out here, but everybody out here is is independent now and everybody's trying to figure out how to monetize this. Yeah. So I have and I did. I'm working on in the background to to how to, to that I'm trying to put together that will help all all of us. Anybody that's doing a podcast be able to monetize it before the corporations come in and monetize it for you. Cause that's what's gonna happen with all of this shit. Like you see, they're trying to get rid of the net. They're trying to do the net neutrality shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. The the cor- any any time there's a place to make money, if you don't figure it out ahead of time, the corporations are gonna come and organize for you, and then it's gonna turn just it's gonna turn into the music industry all over again, where the artist is getting fucked and the corporations are making all the money think about i tell the artists in the 90s everybody was complaining oh i'm with this big record label. I'm with this big record label and they were getting pennies off of you know and the, and the fucking record labels were making millions well the digital age came in and so everybody's streaming now yeah uh, it take what is it it's 1500 streams equal one album sale like what kind of shit does that fit so somebody has a stream Fifteen hundred times to equal one album sale for you. So again, now you're still a slave. If you're an artist, you're a slave to Apple. You're a slave to Google. You're a slave to Amazon. So the the the, the record company got replaced by these digital companies, and the artist is still a slave because they didn't move in time and, and set up a uh, set up a fair marketplace for themselves. Well, so so you, I don't I don't want that to happen in the podcast world.
0: Now it's a perspective thing too with the music yeah. th- because yeah. I know personally, and I. It's I'm sad to say it, but I have to be I have to be honest. Yeah. I've pirated so much music. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. it's a shame and I will say this, I've never made money off my music. It's my yeah. own personal library of, you yeah. know, stuff that I've collected. Right. And I shared it. That was my whole point. I wasn't charging. I would say, right. "Give me a CD, let me show you this awesome music before YouTube was a thing," you know.
2: Right. Absolutely.
0: Did a lot of that, and now I don't listen to a lot of music anymore. I don't like it. I don't like the new rap music. I don't right. really like the new rock music. I'm just, yeah, I don't like new country music. I just listen to my old shit. I'm
2: with you. <laughs> I'm with you, bro. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. So yeah, we we definitely wanna we definitely wanna co- try to control this landscape before it gets. You know, it's it's hard enough now. Independently, everybody trying to figure it out. So I, I want to figure out a way. Well, I'm I actually have a way. I'm working on it in the background to bring everybody to all these great shows i mean there's so many great podcasts that are out there but everybody's on these one-off has these one-off shows and it's again you know how hard it is you're trying to get sponsorship like it's tough yeah well i'm it's
0: it's funny man because it's this is my it's kind of my personal therapy that's the way i look at it like i really don't care if you listen to it or you do Yeah, if you do great you know and if you don't like what I'm saying that's fine too I'm not going to get offended you know and I look at it that way there are some people that put a lot of hard work into their shows and those people I want them to succeed I want them to grind it out and figure out a way to make money doing it and it's awesome that yeah there are ways to do it. And I, yes. I have a few people that might hear this show and hit you up. So yeah, don't, Oh
2: yeah, no doubt. No yeah.
0: Doubt.
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm open, man. Like I said, I, don't, I, I do, I don't do a whole lot of interviews, but I'm definitely, up. like I told you when we were going back and forth, like I always enjoy talking to other podcasters. So, you know, I, I may not talk to a lot of other people, but I definitely talk to other podcasts. I'm always down for that.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. Like they may yeah. hit you up about if you have yeah. any kind of new plans for monetizing and, and moving yeah. forward and promoting yeah. and stuff. I bet you yeah, have some friends that would definitely use your services.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know. That's what I know. I mean, I look at the Potter family and everybody that's in that. So it's, 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 that's, that's that's the game plan. I, again, I want, I want everybody who's putting their hard work in this to benefit, not the corporation.
0: Yeah, it's, the Potter and family thing is weird. I haven't really gotten behind that. And it's, yeah. it's not like a, I don't know. I just because I'm not crazy into promoting and stuff, I'm not really yeah. jumping on that train because I know unfortunately yeah. there were some folks that got really shitty with some friends of mine about it. Okay. Okay. And uh I just try to do it without that. But yeah. I appreciate what they're doing. They are promoting yeah. and that's yeah. you know, some of these shows are getting several reviews and that's yeah. what it's all about. It's having people listen to your show. So yeah. I appreciate yeah. what they're doing. I just yeah. you know, I haven't really gotten involved
2: yeah yeah i was I was kind of in it uh towards the beginning like when they first started organizing i i kind of got in there early so i on a on a daily basis like i'm i'm not interacting with people but i you know i i i get this, i'm in the in the in the back room conversation so I'm always abreast of about what people are talking about i may not always participate but there are a few people that i that i have had a chance to work with in there so you know any any type of movement for me i'm just, it's just about keeping my finger on what's going on in it, so I know what the hell is happening in the industry like you always have to be abreast of what's happening so i think uh again i know you know like you said it, there's always going to be some negatives with, yeah. with any movement that you're trying to do so uh that's definitely respectable i know have you connected with uh with robin slim no i haven't i don't i don't know i, gotta, I think i saw yeah. a
0: few minutes of a show uh with s anthony on when i was just kind of doing background but uh okay they're at. A, are they new jersey is that where they're at
2: Their jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They they hit us up when we first started podcasting. Uh, My buddy did a guest spot. uh, I think that was like November 2015. I was on there, I think, at the top of the year. I think that was last year. But there's some really great guys. But I think you would have a great time with the type of show that they do. Uh, They usually they do like a four hour live show uh, every every Wednesday night. Um And then they have like four, usually I think about four different guests. so Everybody gets like either 30 minutes or an hour. It depends on the guests that they have. Yeah. But yeah, with, with your type of personality, I think you guys would, would really, uh really, really do a great show together. So I'll try to after this, we'll get together. I'll try to, you know, create an introduction for you guys and I'll let you guys take it from there. But I think that's a, a show that you guys would really be on the same on the same wavelength. No, that'd course, be pocket. that would be really wonderful and I would appreciate yeah.
0: it. I love meeting yeah. people. That's and yeah. I I'm collecting accents right now. I'm down in the dirty south where everybody yeah. talks like yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few different friends, old Ray at the naked porch. He's got that that yeah, New no, York accent.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's really yeah.
2: cool, man. And yeah, uh, that would be awesome. Uh yeah yeah most definitely man but yeah I, I definitely like uh what you have going on here um like, like i told you i love the love your interview style it's nice and nice and relaxed you just have a conversation <laughs> you get a lot of great information out a lot of good jokes so um, i gotta ask you
0: yeah we've talked about driving trucks yeah do you have any do you have any crazy truck driver stories
2: uh do i have man i got all kind of <laughs> shit like what you want to go so uh <laughs> i'll tell you so one night i was uh i was leaving pennsylvania this i was i was Driving box truck then a uh, 53 foot, and it was it was snowing like a, it was like two o'clock in the morning. It was snowing like a bitch. So you know Pennsylvania for people who haven't been there, it's like a real hilly place. It's like Boston's that way, San Francisco's that way, Pittsburgh's that way. So I was I think I was about to cross into West Virginia, and I was coming down this grade, and it was just me. I was in a, it. There was it was a three lane highway, and I'm coming down this grade, and then I see like this little. I don't know exactly what type of car it was, but it's like the size of like a little Ford Fiesta or like it's a small little compact car. They, I'm doing like I had slowed down to maybe like 20 miles an hour. Like that's how slow of a creep it had to be because it was snowing like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and then this fucking car comes past me on the right lane doing like double what I'm doing. Oh, and, I ke- and I kept and I kept seeing the car's uh, tires. You know, there, there was snow building up on the bank on the white line. And I'm like, this fucking car is going to spin out. So I spin out. So I slowed down. I think I got down to about like 15, a little bit under 15. And just as I began to slow down, the fucking car shot across the highway and started spinning out. So it spun out and came right across in front of me, hit the fucking uh, the, the center median, bounced back out in front of me again, was spinning around It <laughs> right in front of me. The car stopped in the, right in front of me in the center lane and I crept up as close as I could and then I swerved around them. Had I not slowed down, I would have plowed right through that truck. I mean, right through that car. And I can see how big their eyes were as they saw this big semi coming down this hill about to run into them. So, I mean, I've seen people, I've seen semis on fire. I've seen semis fall down in in ditches, you know, 40 and 50 feet from people falling asleep behind the wheel. Um, I remember I was in Toledo one time. We're going up 75. I think I was going into Michigan. And a fucking, uh, it was like a little work van was going and his whole fucking tire just popped off in oh, the middle man. of traffic at like 5 that o'clock. it so scary. It, it, was, it was crazy, and somehow he didn't get hit. It, again, his car bounced around in the median, uh, hit the median, came back out in front. Fortunately, everybody was able to slow down and swerve around him, but the whole tire hub cap, everything came off. So that was crazy. Um,
0: you know, I've, I've had a few of those. Like I remember yeah. once there was a car on fire that was on the side, yeah. and I'm talking it was up. <laughs> the fire department yeah. hadn't got there yet, and this shit yeah. was just it was intense. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. my point was just let's get past it. Fuck it. So I crept, I crept <laughs> yeah, as close on. as I could and then once there was like the point of no return, I just gunned it. Yeah. And as I went by the tire popped and it scared the living shit out of you. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't yeah. like a like a crazy movie explosion, but it was just like a poof, and yeah. the flames jumped and I was like
2: Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean it gets crazy out on the road. Like a lot of people don't understand. I'll tell this to the listeners, like if you're behind a semi and you can't see them, like you, it has it on the back. Like if I can't, if if I can't see you in my mirrors, then I can't see you. Yeah. You know, if you're right behind it in a in a fifty-three footer, like they don't even know you're back there, like while you're driving, and then all that all that cutting in and out in front of a truck, like I know sometimes like people are like, why are these trucks moving this slow? Well, if you're climbing a grade and you're eighty thousand pounds, like it slows the truck down. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And there's nothing you can do about that. And then trucks also have governors on there. You know, I think. I've I got think one. now yeah what is I've got it? One on what's, my you push your governor in
0: your truck now sad well we so we actually have trucks with governors to where sixty five oh, it cuts out sixty
2: five yeah that's the that's the norm. Our that's we have norm.
0: a cutoff. We also have um. I'm trying to I can't remember what it's called like a system that reports when we uh, yep you know yep. and
2: hard breaks uh, all that stuff.
0: Yep, yeah, hard brakes, hard turns. They said yep. it's calibrated. This is some crazy shit because this fucking yeah. thing goes off a lot. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They oh, calibrated yeah. it by setting a glass of water on the dash of a truck, and if they <laughs> spilt water they marked it as a as a fault so anytime you take a hard left a hard right if you break her, it's so fucking stupid it beats wow. it's annoying and i told him i said y'all should turn that shit off i don't need to hear it every time it happens
2: yeah because sometimes
0: yeah. you just turn into a gas station parking lot that's at an angle you know yeah. what i'm saying it beep, 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 and you're like, yeah
2: fuck <laughs> yeah i think the, the people in washington are really fucking up the trucking industry because they're making all these laws and they have no idea they've, they've never even been in a fucking truck Dude, those like, points they try add
0: to, up they get in our ass and it's not even what we're doing we do a good job It's yeah. everybody else is fucking up for everybody it, else it's, it's if you if you put that truck into drive right put yeah. it into gear yeah. and, and push the gas and it rolls one foot yeah. without the seatbelt on it's grounds yeah. for termination like you can yeah. get fired for that
2: <laughs> that's crazy, that's so crazy.
0: I in, mean, in the morning when I get loaded up I have to get in the truck Put yeah. my seatbelt on, drive forward yeah. one foot, take the seatbelt yeah. off, you know, get out, go yeah. close the door. I can't even pull up that one foot because yeah. I could potentially just get fired for that. It's a mark yeah. that you don't want to yeah. get.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's crazy. Like, what they try to do, uh, you know, regulation-wise, DOT, they, uh, you know, they try to group the, the all the different types of truck like you see all these different types of trucks on the highway there's not one standard working day for all these trucks like if you if you're doing daily deliveries like your schedule is one way if you're doing over the road uh with a box truck that's one way if you're doing tanker every like the schedules are so crazy and they try to box everybody in under one under one set of rules and it doesn't work that way no. and the, again the people up top don't understand because they've never they just think oh trucks these are the rules these are the regulations they all need to follow them but everybody's routine is a little bit differently like again if you're doing some some guys, if you're doing like the daily deliveries, you may do 20 stops a day. Well, that that's completely different than a guy who's loading up in Maine and has to go down to Texas and deliver. Yeah. And but but you know they, the 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 hours of service rule, like they they try to group it all together, and it was all fucked up. I know when I stopped driving, I know my dad, uh, he's been driving 40. I don't know. I don't want to. Dad, if, when you hear this, I, I, I got the number wrong, but I think it's like 45 or 46 years now. But yeah, uh, it, I know he was just telling me, I was talking with him the other week, that they were doing a new hour service, hours of service rule or something like that. This is supposed to start this month on yeah. like the 16th or 17th of this month or some it's, shit like 60 that. 60
0: hours, man. You can't do yeah. it. You got to shut her down.
2: Yeah, and it's crazy. You can't go
0: more than 14 hours in a day.
2: Right, absolutely. In,
0: absolutely. in the state of Arkansas, I don't know what it is state by state, but no, I that's think the DOT that's, is federal, I think.
2: That's national. Yeah, 14 hours is national. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how it was when I was in it. So, but so you think you go sit at a shipper, you know, if you're, going, if you're doing long haul, you go sit at a shipper for five hours like, and you move that truck, then the log kicks in and you, eat, you start eating into your hours for that day that you could have driven, even though you didn't drive anywhere. You just, yep. you had to back up and sit on the dock. Like you said, you, once you put the truck in gear, they count that as, as moving. If your ass is and it, in the seat. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Goes. and it, 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 They're really fucking it up. Like there's was, there was a time, you know, you can make a, a lot of great money in there i mean and I, i'm guessing you still there's still people out there uh so and i'm talking as far as over the road not the not the local but with the all these restrictions and shit they're putting on that like it's really fucking up the the industry well see we've got walmart here so i think oh, it's, yeah they probably have a lot of shit to deal with
0: ups oh yes yeah. like we got a few different i think they're a little more lenient with ups those motherfuckers yeah. get away with a lot and they get paid a lot too <laughs> yeah they do they do fedex yeah. doesn't get paid shit yeah it's kind of crazy that's another like what I was talking about earlier with the corporation versus corporation like you can see two very differently operated companies and it's like I guess you have to decide who it's better to work for in the long run but I got a buddy that works at UPS and he he had to go work there for almost 10 years to become a driver and then that schedule was fucking stupid yeah (laughs) he made like $25 an hour to do it yes yeah yeah but he also got a divorce <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> you know what i'm saying like he told me the divorce rate for ups drivers is like in the 70 percent oh right? like holy shit. they said because of the hours because of the pay yeah. like it's you end up with people that work a lot and then they give yeah. all their money to their wives and then their wives blow their money and then they fight about it <laughs> yeah that's what happens yeah
2: yeah it's a lot of it man you know in the, in the life of a, a truck driver there's a lot that goes on like you said a, a lot of drivers, it, 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 especially like you stop in a truck stop, like it's, we'll talk each other's ear off because that's all the interaction you're having. You don't get to talk with people because you're in a truck all day. Oh, you talk so to the a, imaginary guy in the seat? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, i yeah, How that, you doing, <laughs> Bubble? <brother? laughs>
0: Pound that shit. Thanks for helping. <laughs> you know,
2: yeah.
0: I uh, I accidentally picked up a hitchhiker one time.
2: Oh, really? How'd that go?
0: Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm driving down this this lonely road, little stretch yeah. that I go down, and yeah. uh, I've told this story before, but it's uh, it's it's a good story. It, it kind of yeah. surprised me because I'm not the kind of person to pick up hitchhikers. It's actually against the rules. You know, you're not yeah. supposed to have anybody right. else in the truck.
2: Yeah.
0: So I'm swerving down a road, and uh, I see this cat. He's off, kind of in the, in the reeds, you know, like tall grass about waist high. Yeah. And he's waving his arms over his head. Okay. Now, normal hitchhikers they stand there with the thumb out or with their sign yeah. or whatever. That's that's hitchhiker move, right? Yeah. One. <laughs> this motherfucker is standing in the weeds, waving his arms over his head, which in my mind says, "Oh, this motherfucker needs help. Like something's right. wrong. He wrecked his right. car. He needs a fun. Right. You know, it's something crazy." Yeah. I pull over and I'm thinking I'm going to let him come up to the window and I'm he, you know, we'll talk through the window. Right. Goddamn door was unlocked. Oh. <laughs> Opens the door, jumps up in the seat, right? Scraggly looking cat, kind of like uh, Rob Zombie. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just yeah. beard, yeah. hair, what up? Yeah. And uh, he jumps in the seat and he goes, Hey, what's up? And I was like, Hey, <laughs> <Where are you? laughs> well, what's up with you? And he goes, Man, uh, I got this prescription for my heart medication. I need to get to the pharmacy up the road. You think there's any way you can get? And I go, uh, Okay. Yeah. well i'm kind of going that way but yeah. uh, i'll let you out here if is that cool he was like yeah. yeah man i really appreciate it and i was like all right yeah so we have this awkward ass drive yeah. yeah uh he picked up a bottle of my water and he's like hey <laughs> can i ha- can i have some of this while he was taking the lid off and i was like you can fucking you can keep that actually yeah.
2: <laughs> the parting gift
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> he uh he said his name was was jamie said hey i'm jamie you know sorry cool. to bother you i appreciate it. i've been out here for a while i said that's cool bro you know we'll, we'll get you up here and get you medicine now i want you to imagine something and this is a point that i made right. um I, I got shot in the face so right. i have a pretty gnarly scar on the right yeah. side of my face that, that yeah. goes just kind of the whole distance of my jaw yeah that's the the view he's getting Right? Oh. <laughs> so he's sitting in the passenger seat looking at me, and he's just getting that side of my face while I'm driving right. and kind of eye- giving him the side eye. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I can only imagine what was going through his head. Like, oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. I, I, did we I get, get in the right truck? Get,
0: Everybody's nervous. We we drive. Um, yeah. We get to the place. I said, all right, bro, take it easy. Here's your stop. Yeah. He jumps out. He goes, thanks. You know, take your water. Take it yeah. easy, bro. <laughs> and yeah. I, I left him, and I said... Okay, note to self, keep the door locked. Keep the door
2: locked. From now on, um,
0: <laughs> no more of that. So, all day this this just happened. No big deal. I come home from work and uh, I'm talking to my wife and I said, yeah. you know, how was your day? And I said, "Oh, it's crazy thing. I accidentally picked up a hitchhiker." She said, "How would that happen?" And I I explained it. She goes, "Right. Huh? Yeah, don't uh don't do that anymore, <laughs> you know." And I said, "Yeah, you're right." So, here's the thing. You remember how I said I go through Twitter and I get my news and that's how yeah. I find shit out. Yeah. I'm just flipping through my Twitter timeline yeah. and I see a yeah. uh, recent arrest for Hot Springs. Oh, shit. And I click on it and in the lineup is the motherfucker <laughs> that I picked up <laughs> on the uh, on the side of the road and dropped off and it said yeah. uh, he had gotten arrested for breaking and entering and uh, theft of property. Wow. Uh, his name was James something, you know, yeah. but he said Jamie and I, I saw yeah. his face and I, yeah. I said, Son of a bitch. <laughs> wow. What are the fucking odds of that, man? That's crazy. That was That's nuts. Crazy. And so yeah. yeah, I don't pick up hitchhikers.
2: I don't fuck with hitchhikers. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, man. I mean you just never know. Fuckers out here are crazy. Sorry, kid. <laughs> I'm good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. It's it's crazy. I just try to keep to myself and keep that truck on the road because uh, yeah. these days with the people texting and driving, it's it's brutal, bro. Like I don't it is. know how long it's been since you've been on the road for a long time,s yeah. and and how yeah. your traffic is there. But yeah, they say it's worse than drunk driving now.
2: I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm around uh, a university with a lot of college kids, so I mean, every car we pass, somebody's looking down at the phone, you know, or they're sitting at the light looking down at the phone. So yeah, I know it's it's. It's crazy. It's been uh, what, almost six years, I think, since I stopped driving. But I I, I know for truckers, they were imposing like a super duper fine for like texting. It wasn't it like twenty five hundred dollars or some shit or twelve hundred something like that. That was some years back. I don't so know if it's an in- increase or anything since then.
0: The way that it works is if you incur like one of the seven deadly sins of tr- right. of driving. Right. Right. There's a couple of them. It's like driving without your seatbelt. It's driving. Yeah. Uh, you can't in this state put a phone up to your ear. Yeah, I heard that one. My dad was telling me about that. That's a big no-no. Um yeah. There's a few like not having the proper licensing, not having uh weight restrictions, logbooks. Like there's a few yeah. of them that'll get you in big trouble and what happens is yeah. it's like a 10 a 1090 fine. Yeah. So it's like they pay like a $15,000 fine, you pay like a $1,500 fine. Right. <laughs> if you Right, break right. It. There's speed limit laws, you know, ours yeah. is is 80. 75 yeah. you get in trouble like they'll say yeah. hey motherfucker quit it your boss yeah. gets an email if you hit 80 in one of our trucks you'll get yeah. fired yeah so the governor's yeah. on my truck is at like 75 but right sometimes if i go downhill i'll fuck around and uh <laughs> i'll hit that, yeah. that little you, bumper you get there i'll get that yeah. phone call they go what are you doing i was like what
2: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah
0: uh, yeah, yeah my guys are really cool so i don't you know they they call me to just say hey chill out <laughs> and I'm, right. like, I'm sorry
2: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it's, it's so much that you have to process as a driver again on, on top of like you said uh, previously you can do everything right and you can still get caught in some, in some bullshit on the road I mean like that's how crazy it is somebody a, a driver a four wheeler can drive up under your car I mean drive up under your trailer and you're in some shit you know what I mean Or somebody rear ends you you being the professional driver they're always trying to put that shit on you yep. then you got a, the lawsuit thing you know if you get hit by a truck everybody's, all they see is money Money, oh, yeah. money, money. if money. there's
0: any damage to the vehicle at all, it's you know you got to go take a drug test, you got to fucking oh yeah sign a petition, <laughs> you got to do a waiver, <laughs> yeah. you got to go see a doctor, like
2: yeah, it's a lot, man, it's a lot, and you know on the on the driver's side, you know you you have a family just like the the person in the car has a family, but you know nobody sees it that way.
0: You know they're talking about automated trucking.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I, I saw a video a couple years back uh, where they where they had a uh, autonomous uh, semi they were trying to work that out. How they had a driver, crazy. you know, he, he was just that. kind of babysitting in it. The, once they got it on the, on the interstate, the truck did its thing. How crazy is that? It is, it's, is it's nuts, man. All it's of this the, shit like we future. have out here, uh, we're near living Arizona, in the we have a lot of, uh, <laughs> what'd you say? I
0: said, we're living in the future.
2: <laughs> we are, man. Uh, and that's another thing I, I tell a lot of people with the, uh, like, I got a, a lot of buddies that work uh, back up North in the, in the manufacturing industry, steel industry. And like, I'm telling them like the, the industrial revolution that shit's coming to an end we're moving in a digital age so you better get with it because all these factory jobs and all this shit all this shit's about to go away go away yeah uh i have i went to this conference uh, with this company who's based out of arizona and they are in car manufacturing but they're doing 3d printed cars so they actually had this car that they printed it was Ooh. 3d printed on one of those 3d machines that's on the road it's like out here moving around that's pretty badass they, it is they said it took this was probably a year and a half ago now it took 44 hours to print that car they said and they were working on getting it down to like an hour and a half two hour process and they were saying they were going to have that done 18 months so by now i have to actually check in on that because it's been about those 18 months so you the way they're looking knock on that door hey what's up <laughs> what's up man and it was my three way car. Have it, yeah the, the way they have it is the way they want to have it set up let's say jody v you're going to buy a car you go into the the dealership and you get on the computer, and you know something the little salesman walks you through it, and you you customize the car how you want it, and once you're done, then they hit print and you go in the lobby and you wait an hour and a half, you go sign the paperwork and then they print your car custom to how you wanted it, and then you drive away and take it home. You have another kid and you need more room, you don't have to buy a whole another car. you bring your car back in, and they can add extra room to the car that you have already like that's the future, man so if if you're working in in a manufacturing plant for cars, this is what you need to understand: it, it's not going to Like you're not going to continue working on an assembly line for the next twenty years. Like it's not going to happen.
0: mm so They're just going to keep cutting jobs and trying to make. money. going to keep like it's going to
2: eat it, itself. <laughs> it is. So you you gotta you you know think you got to think ahead. Like what the, the, everything is going digital now. You I know, so you need to figure out how to find your place in that. Me and my wife have sat down and
0: really talked about it. I think pot is the future. I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's yeah. already started. The ball's rolling, man. It's yeah. it's going to be a matter of time before that's going to be the new thing. And yeah. uh, there's so much money to be made with it. Like you were just saying with cars. Yeah. I listen to Joe Rogan and yeah. uh, he'll talk about I believe the original Ford, like the fucking the Henry Henry is it Henry Ford? The Model the Model T, the Model T with the hemp fiber yeah. fenders. Yeah, and he's yeah. fucking beating the shit out of it with a hammer, and he's just yeah. like, "Look, it doesn't fucking. <laughs> it's light as air, and it's yeah. hard as shit. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, yeah. Just like these three D cars you're talking about. If they get into yeah. some shit like using hemp fiber protein or hemp fiber instead of fiberglass, yeah, make these yeah. Ha- these cars hard as shit <laughs> so yeah. that they don't break.
2: Yeah, yeah it. And that's it's crazy, man. Like it, again, then, the the, the man, technology is moving forward. You got to get with it. I'm ready. I think.
0: <laughs> <sighs> it's intense man it's it's like it watching it's like the end of uh, that movie deep impact where those two assholes yeah. are standing on the beach and the tidal waves coming it's like you're just yeah. standing there watching it and you're like uh, this one this one's coming <laughs> we better learn <laughs> to swim huh? <laughs> did you bring Absolutely,
2: did you man. bring your raft and your flippers <laughs> yeah you better have something We're man you gotta him. ride the wave most definitely
0: Man, it's it's been really cool getting to sit and talk with you. And yeah. uh, I think we'll definitely have to touch base in the future. I, I like yeah. what you're doing, man. I, I think yeah, everybody appreciate. could use a little sunshine in their life. And, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I want you to go ahead and plug your stuff. If you've got a website, go ahead and mention that. Like, let everybody yeah. know what's going on, man. Because I want people to get a hold of you, not just to talk, but to yeah. sit down and talk with you and see kind of, yeah. you know, what you can work out with them. Because
2: I like what you Absolutely. do. Yeah, that's what I'm all about, man. So websites uh, have three uh, for the production side is uh, Brickhouse Pros B-R-I-C-K-P is in Paul R-O-S dot com. Uh, you can find our book there. We have a few podcasts there. Uh, you can find some good information. Uh, life coaching, Mister Jack Brickhouse dot com. Uh, have a lot of information about what I do as far as lo- life coaching. And for the uh, nonprofit Brickhouse Cares, you can just go to BrickhouseCares.org. Uh, there's some information there. Uh, that is the newest of of everything that I'm doing. So we're still working on a lot of things in the background. But you can get some some more information uh, to add on to what I kind of spoke with, with Jody B about today. Um, podcast Cigarettes and Bad Decisions is on iTunes. Um, um, what's the other fucking platform? iTunes, Google Play. Um, shit. I, um, tune in all that <laughs> shit. Just Cigarettes and Bad Decisions. You'll find the Cigarettes and Bad Decisions, the book. Uh, is Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, anywhere you can buy books. You can go in any bookstore and request it if they don't have it in. Um, we got some, a lot of good stuff coming. Panoramic Lifestyle is the movement. Let me shout out my people because I don't do that many uh, interviews. Uh, let me shout out Coffee Black, Co- uh, Hollow Tip. I got my man H Music. We were just in the studio last night. My manager, uh, P Gunner. Uh, who else am I forgetting here? Uh, Natasha Brewer is one of the authors and songwriters I work with out of Maryland. Adam Danielle. Uh, shout out Kevin Anytime. Shout out DJ Crystal Red. Um, I think that's it. Anybody? I forgot. I'm sorry. Don't hold it against me. Pops, I'm sorry for messing up at whatever year it was. Mom, what's up? And that's, that's pretty much it, man. You know, I, I really enjoy talking with you. I, I told you when we connected, I, I knew we would have a good rapport and we're, we'll definitely connect outside of the show. Like I want to help you get to where you want to get to. So we'll we'll definitely connect after this. But I really enjoy talking with you, man. It's been yeah, a good man, time. it's been a pleasure, and I appreciate you taking the time.
0: And uh, yeah, hey, there's an open door policy, bro. Anytime you come here, you can come back yeah. anytime you like. You just let me know if you got something coming up. If you guys start throwing down episodes, yeah. And I want to talk to your people. If there's anybody else you'd like me to talk to, I want to talk to Coffee yeah. Black yeah uh, your twitter handle it's what at uh, got my shades at got my shades yeah you want to get me
2: there holler uh, at mr jack yeah. Brickhouse trademark <laughs> yeah that's me that's me man feel free I'm, um, I check my DM so if you hit me on twitter like I mean as long as it's not spam and shit I will get back with you again that's how uh, me and Jody be connected um so um, I'm very accessible. You know, you you'll see me around on Twitter. I don't say a whole lot, but you know, if you do hit me or reach out to me, I will say something back to you. You know, especially if it's on some real shit. So yeah, um, <laughs> just don't be an just, asshole. That's the best. Yeah, advice. just don't be an asshole. Like that's it. Like uh, you know, because I won't deal with you if you're an asshole. You know, but if you yeah, if you're man. legitimate, whether it's about music or about life or about whatever, man, just just touch base with me, uh, or holler, You know, if if you're a Jody B fan, if you need him to get in contact with me, you know, touch base with him and tell him to holla at me. Like I'm cool, man.
0: Man, I appreciate everything you're doing, and like I said, I see nothing. That's why you got your shades. Your future's bright, man. You, yeah, I'm trying, gonna, man. I'm trying, I'm... and
2: I'm just glad I get to be here to watch it. So, hey, I appreciate. Oh, one more person, Janoa uh, White, my editor. She just popped into mind, so let me make sure I get her in there. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. It's so up, many
0: you can come up with a
2: list. You can send them to me. Yeah. I'll cut them in right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A Little blank space for sure. <laughs> for sure, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But, yeah, um, yeah. I'm definitely. I'll send you some information. We'll connect outside and just have some conversation man outside of the show but I really I just really like the vibe that you let off bro
0: I appreciate it man and I want you to have a wonderful rest of your day I'm gonna get in here and take care of this boy I think he's been slamming yeah. shit around in the background I'm gonna go see what he broke if he did <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> no doubt tell him, tell him I appreciate him appearing on the show man I'm glad I got blessed with his appearance those, those are always the good shows. When that's you get right,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> Hey alright man, All right, man. take it easy I appreciate you yes, alright now Mr. Jack Brickhouse that dude's got his hands in a lot of pie it's pretty cool man Positivity, making good things happen. I think we all could use a little more of that. The world is an ugly place right now. Everybody's fucking mad and hating, spewing hate. Ah, fuck you! You don't know what you're talking about. You're playing for the wrong team. It's bullshit, man. I don't understand it. I don't pretend to understand it. It's crazy. But I don't know. I think Mr. Brickhouse here. I think he's he's got some good shit going, and we'll have to keep an eye on him. Shit, he might keep an eye on me. That panoramic lifestyle movement. Everybody get on board. Shit. Do better. (laughs) Oh, shit. Hey, I want you all to uh, have a wonderful weekend. And uh, if you'd like to holler at me, hit me up. At JodyB501 on Twitter. At Po'BoyPod. You can see all of the uh, the promotional materials. All the, the... Pen pen tweets. We got pen tweets. Yeah. No. Anyway, you guys have a wonderful weekend, and uh, I'll catch you next week.
1: Motherfucker. Yeah. We done serve till I die. Okay. Okay. New player circle. As a matter of fact, it's going to kill me, bitch. You ain't, (laughs) tell them shorty, so get high, tell them wheezy, or get low, yeah, if I don't do nothing, I'm about. I'm counting all day, like the clock on the wall, now go and get your money, little duffel bag boy, say go and get your money, little duffel bag boy, get money, I ain't never ran from a nigga, and I damn sure ain't about to pick the day to start running. Look honey, I ain't never ran from a nigga and I doubt you ain't about to be pick- I'm in a foreign car, smoking out with the doors ajar, suede sunroof, hanging out the big top. We leave the dealership, head to the rim shop. You niggas barely dressing. I got thousands piling. That's that salad dressing. I'm on. From a nigga and I damn sure ain't bout to pick the data star on it Look her that, I say I ain't never ran from a nigga and I damn sure ain't bout to pick the data star get on it get Ain't money. nothing to a boss, we ballin' when you see us We hear them haters callin', they too far off to see us Unless they got the glasses on, get your bifocal game Class is non-session up, try to stay focused, man Boy ain't good enough Ain't hood enough, woulda, coulda, shoulda, won't do with us. True enough, meet a hoe, break a hoe, never nothing new to us. Turn a hoe. A nigga, and dance, 50, 50 star, right? Get money, and I damn sure ain't 'bout to be today the start. Get money, and if I don't do nothing, I'ma bow. I'm, I'm counting all day like the clock on the wall. Now go and get your money, little duffel bag boy. Now go and get your money, little duffel bag boy. Get money, and I ain't never ran from a nigga, and I damn so ain't ain't 'bout to be today the star. Right? Get money.